Hi everyone, welcome. How's it going? Let's begin with the questions. First question was about aloe vera uh, fiber supplement. I see aloe vera capsules sold. Why did you call it fiber? Is it fiber? Does it help with constipation? Okay, what's aloe vera? Aloe vera is a plant. It looks like a thick leaf. What makes it thick is that it retains water, which forms a gel-like substance inside the leaf. This gel is associated with healing properties, especially with healing the skin. There's another part of the leaf that's helpful for constipation. This is not the gel, it's the latex. A thin layer just under the skin of the leaf this layer is a sticky yellow residue that has a laxative effect. So if you're seeing aloe vera capsules, inquire if it treats constipation. However, if there's a digestive condition present, such as IBS, then aloe vera won't necessarily be helpful. Aloe vera can help with occasional constipation. Another question that came in was, do you use oil sprays? Is the can unhealthy? My answer to this question, as well as any question that's about health rather than weight loss, is that our focus is weight loss. The best thing you can do for your health is lose excess weight. When it comes to health, there's no limit. So we need to stay very focused. If using an oil spray makes roasting your vegetables quicker and simpler, then do it. With habits, the goal is to first prioritize and then optimize, meaning first focus on your priority, know what your priority is, what's your goal, and when you can handle more, then you'll perfect your habits. So our goal here is definitely weight loss. Another question, I'm just wondering what you recommend for pregnancy, how much more protein, do you need extra starch or just protein and fat? Also with nursing, how many extra calories and which food groups to increase? The goal with pregnancy and nursing is like this. You wanna keep away from processed junk food. Not just junk food, but junk ingredients too. Junk ingredients are hiding in all sorts of healthy looking food. Once you're off junk food, focusing on eating whole foods, high fiber foods, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, then you'll be fine. You can eat different amounts on different days, different food groups, it's okay. As long as you're eating a varied diet, then your nutrient intake will be balanced. If you're having two satisfying meals in your day, then you know you're eating enough. And enough can change from day to day. So I'm not gonna give you amounts or numbers. The human body is above that. The past few weeks, we discussed habits. All sorts of habits. Habits for weight control, habits for a good metabolism, habits for hectic days. Now, I have a disclaimer to make. I don't want you to be under the impression that weight loss is simply about healthy habits. Contrary to popular belief, obesity is not just about caloric intake, calories in versus calories out, or portion control. That's the external part. 
of weight loss. But obesity runs so much further and deeper than that. Obesity is a disease. A disease that has an internal underlying cause. To say that decreasing calories is the remedy for the obesity epidemic is being unfair and doing a disservice to all those suffering. Giving a low-calorie diet to an obese individual who's been there, done that, is like giving a band-aid for an internal infection. Unfortunately, the medical world is so slow to change. If you're going to research how to lose weight, the answer for the most part will be cut your calories. But I meet so many people who are so motivated and they really know what it is they need to do, but yet they're still struggling. Obesity is not a lack of motivation or a lack of willpower, nor is it a lack of character strength. Overeating is not the cause of obesity, but rather the opposite way around. Obesity disease is the cause for overeating. Now we're left with a question, what is obesity disease? According to today's medical knowledge, obesity is probably a hormonal imbalance, a chemical imbalance, an energy dysregulation that has an underlying psychological cause. There's something that's causing all that overeating. That's not to say that you're powerless to change. Of course you can change. That's the power of humans. We can change against all odds. But the more you understand what obesity is, the more you validate it, the more courage and power you have to change. How do you approach this obesity issue? How do you go about it? That makes all the difference to your success. So what do I mean by approach? There's something that successful weight loss clients all have in common. And by the way, by successful, I mean long-term success. Anyone can restrain themselves for a while, some longer than others, but we want long-term, lifelong change. There's a small percentage of people that simply need to be told what to do and how to do it, and they stick to it without a problem. But for most, resolving obesity is not that simple. How we approach a weight loss program is the first step on the journey. Now, let's take a look at diets that have the highest success rate. And as we mentioned, success means long-term success. We're looking for the ultimate solution, not just another quick fix. Let's see what the most effective diets all have in common. Number one, all successful diets are low in added sugar. So you can have a low sugar intake by having an overall low calorie intake. But low-calorie diets is not on the list of most effective diets. When we eat low-calorie, we may have low energy, and that can be very frustrating and difficult. Some people tell me that they never add sugar to their foods. They don't use sugar. But if they're having bread that has added honey or muffins with, you know, that are sweetened with fruit concentrate and supper with either ketchup or sauce, this is all considered added sugar. In today's world, if you're not consciously limiting added sugar, then you're definitely having too much of it. Another aspect of successful diets is that they eliminate refined carbs. And notice that we're not saying carbs, 
but rather refined carbs. Here's a scenario. Let's say Mrs. A had her annual doctor's visit and her doctor was not pleased with the results. Sugar, cholesterol, blood pressure, the numbers are no good. Mrs. A gets doctor's warnings to watch her sugar levels. So she thinks carb is a form of sugar, let me get off carbs. On the surface, it seems that if the sugar levels are high, that would be the solution. But anyone who knows a little bit about nutrition understands that there is more to it. What is it really all about? It's all about digestion. How is your food being digested? Digested. Is your metabolism working efficiently? When your system is clean, it doesn't matter which food groups you're eating more or less. You want to eat two starch meals a day? Go ahead. It's not the starch. It's not the carbs. What is the cause of the high sugar? As we said, the refined carbs that don't let your system work well. Let's define refined carbs. What is refined carbs? Refined carbs are sugar and grains that have most of the fiber removed. Refined carbs provide calories but very little nutrients. We call them empty calories. The goal is to eat calories that are nutrient dense. Without the fiber of the whole food, starch can cause rapid spikes in blood sugar. All successful diets, and, ex and again, successful means long-term success, limit refined starches. Another thing that the world's most proven most successful diets all have in common is that they are high in, fi in high, in high in fiber. You can add fiber to your diet by increasing your vegetable intake. It's a great habit to add vegetables to every meal. At the same time, if vegetables doesn't suit your palate, you still can diet successfully by adding other forms of fiber. Fruits contain fiber, whole grains contain fiber, supplements provide fiber. There's no shortage of ideas to up your fiber intake and it's so fundamental and crucial for success. Don't let yourself go through one day of Yontif meals and another day and then another without the fiber to aid in digestion, which in turn aids weight loss. Here's another common denominator with successful diets, and this is my favorite one. Successful diets focus on foods instead of focusing on calories. Instead of trying to lose weight or restrict calories, make your goal to nourish your body and become healthier. All diets work while you're on it, but some diets have stood the test of time. Mediterranean, paleo, Whole foods, plant-based diets, these are the ones that really work for your weight as well as your health and well-being. So we said four things. One was uh, of popular diets. One was low sugar, uh, cut out refined carbs, and high in fiber, and focus on which foods you're eating. If you take these ideas and apply it over Yantif, then you'll control your weight so much better and you'll find yourself, you know, maintaining nicely and not with, you know, five to 10 pounds overweight after Yantif and, you know, just losing everything you worked on in the past month. 
Good luck and have a great week.